fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue. Faces turn red. And rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, now. Two guys who discovered that making toast in the bathtub just hits different. Chris and the Riz. Hey, howdy, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast, episode 412, the Detroit Lions summer kickoff. This is your dashing host, Chris. And with me is my good friend and, dare I say, even more dashing co-host, Jeff, the Riz Rizden. How are you doing, brother? Chris, it is good to be back with you. It's been too long, my friend. Oh, my God, it has. We will, we'll do that, but we'll do it much quicker this time, I promise. Last time we got into the, the personal stuff, we got really excited and talky, and we won't do that too yeah. we, But we, we will just explain what happened. So it's been, a, it's been a crazy ride. It's been too long since we have seen each other and since we've seen you, the fellow listeners and watchers. Yeah, um, yeah, we appreciate you, and we're glad to be back for you. Darest we say we love them? Probably. Most of them. There you go. All right. Yeah. Um, we got a lot going on today's show and uh, we'll, we'll be talking through it all with you. We'll take uh, probably some of your questions to chat. I mean, that's kind of what we do, right? Um, we got an interesting question from Riz's mailbag that he used to fill in with some of the info that we were unable to put out while we were down there. Um, and he, he wanted to save it because he thought it would make for a good conversation. So uh, I think, I think he's right. Uh, we're also going to talk about what can fans get from training camp. We're going to talk about it from a couple of different angles. We're going to work with you guys to help you kind of see what going to training camp can mean to you and why it's a good idea. We're also going to discuss a recent Lions fan poll. We've got, uh, we had one announcement. We've got two special guest announcement coming up about the uh, listener appreciation party. We've got some more stuff going on there. Whole lot more going on. Riz, we got a great show lined up. Are you ready to go, my man? Oh, yeah. Let's do Let's kick this off and break it down. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, let's get into this. Good stuff. We're back. Man, summer is always busy. Let me tell you what's going on. <laughs> um, let's see. Riz, you had some family obligations pop up last week. I did. I was in uh, uh, last week during the week. I wound up uh, my son is playing summer league basketball and I had to be an active participant in making that happen. Um, so that ruled out last week. And then uh, over the weekend, uh, I was in Frankenmuth with my in-laws, which was a great time. Had a really nice time. But uh, uh, when I got back, we were going to do a show and then life interfered for you. Yeah. God, um, my, this is a fun story. So I'll, I'll tell it quickly. Um, we did uh, UF orientation, university of Florida. Um, got my son's schedule. One of his or two of his courses, there, there's only a 15 minute break between them, and they're literally on opposite sides of campus. Florida's not a small campus; it's it's a pretty mm-hmm. sizable campus. And we went, we kind of worked it out, and it's like, man, he's going to be, especially in Florida, you know, it literally is a swamp. Besides being named the swamp, um, 15 minutes. If he has a test, he's going to be all discombobulated. It's going to be a a, a a a a slow run or a fast walk for that entire 15 minutes to get there, and you know, rolling a class all sweaty and discombobulated no way to go so i was like you know what i want to get my boy a scooter so I, no no clearance from anybody i mean and i saw a bunch of kids riding them around on, on, on you know the electric oh, the e-scooters no. the e-scooters yeah and they're all riding them around on campus i was like this is awesome 
So I bought it and then I told my wife, like, you stop it. You, no, 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 no. And I was like, eh. so we get it. He rides it around a little bit here. He's like, yep, no, that's cool. So we took him out to this big spot to ride it. And, and he admits it. It was totally on him, but he started getting really cocky. And he's like, he was going to really get deep into a turn. And it turned way faster than he thought. He was doing about 15 miles an hour. And he hit a curb and the scooter stopped. He didn't. He said, all I saw was the sky. And I said, oh, this is going to hurt. And he broke his arm. <laughs> so he's in a cast right now. Um, I'm the terrible, irresponsible father. Who would think that I would fill that role? Uh, and then the following day, my mother-in-law goes to the hospital. We had to take her in. She's It's been crazy. So thank you, everyone, for being patient and uh and, and rolling with us on this yeah logan so many mopeds that's i wasn't i was thought about one of those but we went with the the e-scooter the little rider deal because i don't want them out and out off campus and driving around don't you know? they have don't they have those to rent they have those all over grand rapids and, and other places around here like you can rent them um i don't do them because i have giant feet and they don't fit on the deck so i've never done it but like that you, you actually bought one this wasn't a rental like one of the i think it's called lime or something yeah they have rentals they do um but i was like yeah that's like i saw somebody had rented a lift scooter they've literally lift scooters a couple others and got charged for like four hours when he used it for 10 minutes it's, it's just like you know what if he's going to do that three days a week for a whole semester it's just cheaper to buy one so i would agree with that yeah anyway yeah crazy um, well, get well soon. That sucks, man. <laughs> a broken arm in the summer is awful. Yeah, I, I hope he's getting through. Okay, I hope I hope he's being babied and pampered by he, y'all. He was. <laughs> he's happy because he got a new cast today, and he can use his controller for his Xbox. So he's off and running doing his thing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and he'll be out of right, it by the time we do our, our party, which we'll talk about in a bit. All right, let's get into this. Let's talk about some football. We got the Lions. Lions are, you know, it's summertime for them, but we're here and uh, there's still stuff to talk about definitely going on. We want to start out talking a little bit about training camp and we've got it from a couple different perspectives. Um, there's kind of the fan perspective and, and, and that's going to be just a little bit of Chris focus. And then we're going to kind of look at it from the uh, perspective of, you know, what to look for as a fan. And Jeff's going to kind of help walk us through and I'll provide color on that along the way. That's, that's kind of how we do it. Yeah. All right. All right, let's get this. I'm so glad you guys are here live watching with us and gals. I really, really yeah. appreciate it. And we I can see your talk to you. Glitch, but we're, we're, we're good. I could talk to you all forever. Well, it's my fault. It actually wasn't Chris's fault either. It was uh, the 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 monkeys on the mopeds or you know hamsters on the wheels. They weren't all spinning the right way. The, the ghost in the machine. That's all it. Right. I like that ghost in the machine. So the first time I went, it was a lot like the first time I went to Senior Bowl. I would say it was very much a. I'm going and I'm working, but I'm, it's all new. I'm, I'm very much a fan at that point and, and and looking at it from a fan's perspective. And I can kind of look up, look back. Oh, by the way, I didn't mention uh, we're starting our eighth year now. Our anniversary just passed last week on the 21st, eighth year of the podcast. I'll, thank you all for supporting us, by the way. Really, it's it's really big. Um, it blows my mind that I spent this much of my That's life amazing. doing this. It's a long time. Amazing. All right. So anyway, um, you walk in, there's giveaways. The giveaways are sweet. And, and what, what they're giving away on what day, on which day, is available on the, the Lions website. You can go to Detroit Lions Podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> DetroitLions.com. Detroit Lions don't need the podcast. You can come to us. We'll try to help you. But if you want the actual information from the team, go there. Uh, DetroitLions.com slash training dash camp. And all you need will be there. It is so, so awesome. Um, 
they're giving away t-shirts. The cooling towels are sweet. I've got one from last year. Yes, they are. Those are nice. Um, we have already fought over those in the media throng. Um, like, hey, we're getting these, right? <laughs> um, and they have said, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of fun. Good stuff there. I just really quick. Every year, I get a really, really good time shown to me by Sandman. And I just got to shout some love out to him because he's doing it again this year. And he's and my, my son's coming along. He hasn't had the experience yet. So it's I'm, it's good for him. Sandman's helping him out and, and me out and saying, man, love you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's, he's, he's great. So you get the VIP time, which means that you can get me fresh coffee. I like that. <laughs> I, I'm getting coffee. That's my VIP experience. Yeah. I will say this. <laughs> we actually do have a Keurig in the, uh, the media, uh, the Tom Kowalski media room now. Nice. So that's nice. Nice. So get your giveaways on the way in. Um, there's football yeah. keychains, a lot of good stuff. They, they're going and it's fun. We give away thunder sticks. Thunder yeah. sticks are a staple yeah. of everywhere you go. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going on. Uh, camping is off of Republic Drive and off of um, behind. Uh, what's that? Uh, what's that cross street there? Um, the one that tees off of Southfield there. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up in a second. Uh, Rotunda. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Rotunda and Southfield. You can you can work off of those. Um, yep. Good stuff. Easy Definitely hit, worth yeah. it. It's all listed on the train camp. So it's it's a good time. You walk in, you find your spot in the general admission mission bleachers, and I recommend sunscreen for sure. Because I always walk away with, even with sunscreen, I walk away a little bit red, a little bit tired. Because uh, right, remember, you're going to be out there for three to four hours. Yep. Yep. And if and there is no shade. Nope. <laughs> None. They put a shade tent behind the uh, the stands this year, and they're actually showing the fields as going the old way is like they have the last couple of years which is weird because they are they're perpendicular to the way they were the last couple of years and there's only two fields now instead of three they have two fields going the same way they were last year so i don't know if they're planning to restripe and change them in this off period or what so so heads up for that um but they have the map there you can go you find your general mission yeah. there's a lot of great stuff for the kids bring the family if you want to have a good time they have all kinds of games and, and, and interactive things you can do as the kids the cheerleaders are there um no kissing booths oh, so sorry rory's there they have rory's team there. ambassadors there walking around it's a great yeah. time there's a lot to do there's food trucks uh, clean bathrooms for you it's 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 a pretty good setup and and you get to meet players afterwards and get autographs. It's it's really great. This is a, it's you never know who it's going to be, but a group of players will come around, and uh, it's it's just a great experience. And every year I go there, and and as we've evolved all these eight years and been doing this, you know the fan experience gets more to a reporting experience. But I can't help that feeling I get when I first sit down and they walk out in the field and you see the players come and start coming out for training camp, and it's like. Oh, football started. Football's here again. Another season. It's such a great, great feeling. I can't tell you as a fan, just watching it and being there. It's a great experience. They do a great job. Um, the food trucks are cool. It's just a really, really good thing. It, whether as a fan that wants to analyze what they're doing and get a good look, um, as a, uh, a fan with a family, however you want to go out, it is a great experience and they do a really, really good job. It is. Yeah. If you, if you have the ability to get out there, um, and, and just as a, as a warning, the schedule is out this year. Most of the camps are 8.30 to 10.30 in the morning. That's when the practice goes. So the gates open at 7.30. You can get in. They do have things to do beforehand. Uh, so you know, you'll, you'll be able to do things while you're there waiting for the, the players to go on. Players start trickling out earlier than that. Yep. Uh, the, the, just, just from a couple of weeks ago at OTAs, the OTA started at 1.15. 
uh, Scott Daly, the, the long snapper, was out there by 1230. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> players do tr- trickle out early. That's actually not a bad time to get them if they're not like working on their craft or something. If they want to, some, some of the guys are inherently social. Jamal, um, Jamal. God bless Sam, Mar- Sam Martin, he's no longer with us, but uh, not, not in them. <laughs> he's in Denver. <laughs> um, he was great about like when he ran out of the field, he would run over to the fans and talk to them. Jamal and, Williams. Uh, there are players who do that. Jamal so, Williams yeah. started his his um, tradition yes, of playing catch with the fans at training camp every single day. He came out mm-hmm. and he walked the, the stands from one end to the other, back and forth, sometimes two or three times, and he would just play catch with the fans. It was absolutely awesome and he would engage with them some of them you know he you know and you guys make fun of us for not catching the ball right i mean he he is hilarious and fun but so interactive really really good worth your time to go to training camp go spend yeah absolutely david blau was very interactive um uh uh oh it's killing me that i can't think of it um Uh, outside linebacker um oh my god i'm blanking i can see him i He's very interactive too. It'll come to me and I'll shout it out to Red Style. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. I'm on about three hours of sleep. It was a rough night last night. So. Boy, Boyle was really good. He he was he was he yeah. was really good. I mean, he came out and he was throwing the the little he'd sign footballs and throw them out to people. Mm-hmm. He was he was a really nice guy. I mean, I yeah. He, um, he, he, uh, Taylor, of- Taylor Decker, if you have Ohio State gear on, will yeah. absolutely come up to you, oh, guaranteed. Yep, yep. <laughs> the guys, they're. Um, they're good. They're they're good. And 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 what's going to happen as a fan is you're going to see somebody. They're going to make a great play. They're going to make a couple of great plays. You're going to have a great day, and you're going to root for a guy that has no chance. And it, it happens. I'm sure it happens. To you guys, Riz, in the in the press booth, you see a guy. You've talked to him. You're like, this guy's a good guy. God, I hope he does it. Ugh, it doesn't look like he's. I mean, you you, you kind of get a sense. You know, there's different abilities to kind of evaluate talent, but you know, and you see a guy, and you hope he's going to make it, and sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't, but you can really yeah. fall in love with it. Craig Reynolds was that way for me, and he made it. Yeah. Jerry. Yeah. You know Jerry, right? Yeah, Jerry. Jerry's a great example. Yeah. There are there are examples of guys who don't make it. Uh, I won't go into those too much because, you know, I, I still use a couple of those guys as sources and they're on other teams, so. There you go. Um, I, I will say there, there was a wide receiver for the Browns a few years back um, who had worked his way up. He used to sleep in his car um, tried to make it as a return man. He wound up in the the, the player controlled or user controlled league or whatever. Um, uh, Sheehy and uh, like uh, that guy was amazing. But we knew after like the second breaks, like he's never gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, but we yeah. still rooted for him. He was still a great guy. <laughs> and you find you find things like that. You you find people that you just latch onto that way. Yeah. That's part of what the training and and training camp. I, I can't stress how cool it is from a fan point of view to see the players interacting with one another and to see the coaches and how they're interacting with them. Mm-hmm. And, and so most coaches don't even real, and, and this goes to the hard knocks thing where I say that it's just basically wallpaper. They're aware that the fans are there, but they don't really care. Like they're, they're doing what they do when you're not there, when you're there. Um, that That's very true of this staff. It was very true of Caldwell staff and very true of Schwartz's staff. Um, Patricia's not so much. They they yelled and cursed a little bit more when you weren't there. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, a lot going on. Um, we'll, let, we'll let that sleep. <laughs> getting uh, let's see here. Hard knocks uh, going to be. They'll be recording out there at training camp for sure. That's going to be interesting. Uh, we got to talk about the party. We'll get in on the party here and some of the details on that really quick. Yeah, we're, we got we got we have a little a little. 
announcement of duties. The, the, the wreath behind you looks <laughs> makes your hair look like an interesting hairpiece, Riz. <laughs> I don't know if you see that. Oh, yeah. That's our wreath in the back. Yeah. All right. So, Riz, fans are at training yeah. camp. They get up. They get into, this, the, into the stands. They sit down. The players are on the field. The air horn sounds. They do the stretches, and then we get into it. Another air horn, and they're working. What should fans be looking for? So there's a few things that you want to watch. One of the things is the sequence in which the players go through the reps. Um, it, it, it's not official, but the starters take the first reps. The second team takes the second reps. And you, you get the picture. Um, if you notice something that's askew, if you notice, for example, that Craig Reynolds is running with the second team and not the fourth team, which he did most of the, the, the mini camp at OTAs, you're like, hmm, that's worth noting. Um, you pay real close attention to what's happening with the defensive backs because nobody knows what's happening outside of Amani Arawari and Tracy Walker. All the other spots are completely up for grabs. And it might change by the day, too. And that's something that we, as in the media, try to convey is when we notice the changes on that. Linebackers is another one. Uh, Kelvin Shepard talked to us uh, at OCAs. This is, I guess, uh, God, that was two weeks ago, um, where he said that Alex Anzalone, An- Anzalone is not even, like, guaranteed to start, even though he gets the the bulk of the work. Like, right. he's he can be beaten out for the job. Yeah. So pay real close attention to that. Uh, you will want to pay close attention to anybody who is not participating in the drills, especially guys that are working with the trainers. So Jeff Okuda is a good example. He, I expect him to be full go. I do, yeah, I do just based on what we've seen. But like the last time we we were over there, which was again two weeks ago, uh, Monday or a week ago, Monday. Uh, he was very very active sprinting, running line sprints with the trainers, watching over him closely. He was doing everything. There were other guys there who were injured who were just like standing around and watching. Um, uh, Jerry is somewhere in between. He's sort of he, – he would run a little bit. Uh, the, the trainers would work with him a little bit. He actually did do some of the stretching with the team. But as far as like running, he did not do that. Williams, uh, Jameson Williams, the one that everybody wants to know, did nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, he caught passes when the the quarterbacks were doing drills, throwing, and they throw it back to the quarterback. He was the guy who was catching the passes and handing it to the quarterback. That that's the extent of his activity. That's right. So those are the type of things that you want to watch. It does does that improve from day to day? Does that upgrade from day to day? <laughs> uh, the other ones that's fun. I love watching the kickers and the punters. Now we have a kicking competition. Jack Fox is the punter, no question about it. Although he did have a shaky spring. Oops. We'll, we'll talk about it some other point. Um, I don't want to besmirch him because it's it's summer. You don't you don't write too much into it. But we do have a kicking competition going on, and this regime is paying attention to what's going on in the practices. Even like you're going to see them. A lot of the players will be on one field, and these special teams guys will be working at one end of another field, kicking field goals, working on their snapping, working on things like that. And pay attention to that because it's important. We have been spoiled rotten as Lions fans with great kicking over the years from Eddie Murray uh, to Jason Hansen to Matt Prater. Uh, we remember the dark time in between Yep, yep, uh, yep. Hansen and Prater. I hope we're not there again, but Riley Patterson, Austin Cyber, somebody's got to step up, man. And uh, so that's going to be, and it's fun. And, and generally the specialists are pretty interactive. Um, if you, you know, heckle them, they will, they might kick a ball at you. Yeah. If you are supportive of them, they, they might be, it's special teams a little more chill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> than everybody else. You know what they say um, after they kick the ball at you? 
that hasn't happened. So I, 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 this didn't happen at the Lions, but I will, I will share a quick senior bowl moment. The first senior bowl I went to had Tom Morstead, who was a punter at SMU. He wanted punting in the league for, actually, I think he's still punting. Uh, and he had some kids in the stands, like telling them what seat to go to. And he was punting the ball to that seat. And like, if they, if they caught it, they got to keep the ball. <laughs> it was really cool. Uh, and, and, you know, you, you see stuff like that. Like, I, I bring up Sam Martin because he was very personal. He would talk to the fans like, hey, where can I go for barbecue tonight? What's good Korean around here? You know, where's the best pizza? Um, do you, where do I get my car fixed? Um, yeah. how, you know, wh- wh- where do I get a brake job at? You know, he, he was, he was like, and you'll, you'll find other players like that. The one I remember uh, the most was Hanson was kicking. And I think it was Hanson. I'm pretty sure it was Hanson. Uh, might have been Prater, but um, ESPN, the old ESPN reporter used to be there, right? Uh, this, is Prater. Michael, this yeah, is Prater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, and he kicks the ball and just drills him. And all you could hear, all you could hear all the way from New Orleans. Welcome to Detroit. <laughs> well, I was, that was so great. It was so He great. had sunscreen, like a tube of sunscreen in his hand, and it shot up like he just ejaculated. It was It was glorious. <laughs> He was a good sport about it. Yeah, yeah, Prater uh, made fun of him afterwards. Uh, so when when the players leave, they leave. We, we we have a media outdoor media interviewing area where we get them as they come off the field. So all the players walk past us, uh, and he actually walked up and sort of like gave Frosty a little business. It was very good natured, and Mike took it that way. Uh, it was it was really cool. It was a fun <laughs> moment. But that is the hardest I have ever seen Justin Rogers and Kyle Mikey laugh. Like they oh, yeah. were literally about to wet themselves. That's when they were still a thing too. So funny. (laughs) (laughs) They were still an item. All right. So a lot to look out for as a fan. A lot of really, really good stuff um, that happens at training camp. And again, definitely pay attention to the sequence of reps though. And, and if somebody is where they're not expected to be, um, it might be injury related. It might be package related. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there are reasons why they do it. And day to day, if you go for more than one day, watch for changes day to day and and where people do. And when they repeat some things and other things, they don't because you can start to see what are they looking at. You can start to put things. When you see iffy as the slot safety slash corner and on the first team and, and you will, um, you might see that for a lot. <laughs> I just had this feeling of like uh, I was going to be walking around without any pants on. That's right, coach. That's what training camp is like. <laughs> it is a blast. So definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. We will be there. Um, I'll be there the first bunch of days. Riz will be there the first week or the first. I will be there. Yeah. So uh, I will be there the first week. I'm, the, the the fan part actually opens the, th- it's the 30th, the 30th right? 30th, yes. Yeah, so I will be there that entire week before it. I will actually be gone the next week. I have a family obligation that I cannot get out of, uh, and I will uh, I will miss that week. But uh, then the week after that, I will be there. And then the week after that, they are in Indianapolis, and I will be there. So that'll be fun. Oh, wow. I got it. I got it. And if anybody, by the way, wants to drive down to Indianapolis, the Colts training facility is awesome. It's brand new. It's north of the city. Uh, quite a bit away is north of the city. It's a, it's a good 45-minute drive down to Lucas Oil Field from there. It's in Westfield. It's a gorgeous facility. The Pacers train there. Uh, they have um, – if you if you have kids in sports, you, they've probably played there. They have – I, I want to say it's 170 soccer fields and 45 softball fields there at this giant complex north of town. Uh, it, it's a really cool place, and, and your kids would love it. And the Colts the, – I've been credentialed for the Colts a few times. 
they take great care of their fans too. Yep. So if, if you want a, a little bit of a road trip to, to catch the Lions, that, that's a good one to go on. Matthew, got to miss Zach Zenner. LOL, still my only Lions jersey. That that's okay. That's a, that's a good one to have. It's 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 good. Zenner was a great dude. That's classic because he didn't play anywhere else. He's yeah. Lions, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like you get some players that like traveled through for a year or two, and then they moved on and bounced around. Like yeah. okay, Reggie Bush the, the, is the, one, that, right? You buy a Reggie Bush jersey, it's like who's, yeah. who's what team is you know? Anyway. Yeah, he was great when he was here, and, yeah. and a very personable guy, a very yeah. likable guy. But he, when most fans think of him, they think of him. Probably in New Orleans, um, maybe in Miami, probably not, but you know, he, he bounced around a little bit. Yeah. All right. So opening day for training camp is July 30th. You also have the 1st of August, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th of August, and then the 8th, 9th, and 10th of August, and then the preseason starts to take hold after that. Um, I, I just recommend, I just recommend you go out there at least once if you haven't and experience it. Have a good time, Jamel. We'll see you out there. Um, really, really good stuff out there. Um, it's, it's, it's an absolute riot. I just can't recommend it enough. And, it like is, I said, and, and it the best part you, is, is the, well, for me anyways, it's in the morning. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't sleep in anymore. I don't know why I've gotten old and I can't sleep in. It really sucks, but it is what it is. Practice from eight 30 to 10 30 means my work day is done by like three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we do a lot of fun stuff. We do some stuff. I think that the, 30th. We'll talk, we'll talk about some of that. We got a lot of things going on there. Um, we want to go from, from training camp because one of the things is on July 30th after training camp that evening, we're down at the Uptown Grill in Commerce Township for our annual listener appreciation uh, training camp party. It is a great time. And we have a couple special announcements about it this time. That's well. I just had this feeling of like uh, I was going to be walking around without any pants on. I'm going to use this one like crazy because, man, this is pants-free time. We've got, drumroll, coming back to the party. Dan Miller has confirmed. will be joining us again at the party live. If you love Dan and who doesn't, he will be at the party with us. He will broadcast live from the podcast there as he always does. And we'll have some of the insights and looks at the team and predictions and that kind of thing. Can I, can I tell you how good of a guy Dan is? He asked me two weeks ago when the training camp party was going to be like, it was that important to him that he'd come up to me and like, make sure that he booked it. I love him. Um, and I, I, I'm I like, I don't know. Chris is setting it. Chris, Chris does all this stuff, by the way. Um, give him the hand, give him all the credit. I, I show up and, and try to look good. And that's, that's what I do. <laughs> Chris, Chris does all the nuts and bolts work behind this and sets it up. I, uh, I, I will say credit for finding the uptown grill. I did. I did do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm guilty of that. Um, sure. But uh since then, Chris has taken over, which is good because uh, I have the planning skills of, of a caterpillar. I will tell you, we've over we've already sold 20 percent of the tickets just in like the week and a wow. half since we announced them. Yeah, they just were boom. That was before the Dan Miller announcement. And before this announcement, this is a pretty good one. Um, there's a guy you might know him. Jerry Jacobs, he has said and committed that he will be coming to the party this year show and we are so <laughs> excited about having him uh really can't wait jerry's awesome um talking to him a little bit we got the seatbelt gang stuff don't miss going to seatbeltgang.com you're gonna see a lot of that stuff i'm just telling you right now we've we've gotten we've tweaked the design a little bit the new seatbelt gang shirt has a jj39 on it so yeah jerry jacobs 39 it's 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 customized for him i wouldn't be surprised a person might want to know there will be some other custom shirts there as well uh, with other player numbers on it. Definitely worth checking out. Seatbeltgang.com. 
You're going to be able to get your favorite player shirts. There's a whole bunch of guys. They're playing it. It's going to be big, and they're going to play it up. You know, when hard knocks rolls, you don't you don't want to be out of stock when that when that happens. So there you go. Seatbeltgang.com. Jerry Jacobs joining us at the is committed to joining us at the uh, Uptown Grill for the training camp party and uh, July 30th at the Uptown Grill Commerce Township. Get there. Go to party.detroitlionspodcast.com. Party detroitlionspodcast.com or if you can just go to detroitlionspodcast.com and go to the, the merch store wow. and see the party there door prizes we'll have giveaways jerry the thing that he's really excited about because this is who jerry is he's excited about coming and meeting the fans and signing stuff autographs the whole thing so really really cool we're not stopping here next week there'll be more we've got more people more stuff coming this as always is going to be the biggest and best we just keep getting bigger and bigger and better and better as things keep rolling. So good time here. Good time stuff. Ken, um, good to see you. Interesting they changed the direction of the practice fields for hard knocks. If you want to see Ken Francis in person, check out our Dean Blandino video. He plays the uh, the referee in that. He's awesome. Love him. Love him. He's a great guy, by the way. All right. Uh, yes, training camp party. Yes. Also, he is a great guy. Also at the party, we're going to announce the giant... Um, global event for our St. Jude fundraiser, our yearly fund, uh, fundraiser. That's going to be on October 15th, uh, 14th and 15th, our 24-hour live broadcast, and it's going to be interactive globally as you folks get to take part and do some some good stuff to help raise money for St. Jude. It's You're not going out begging. You're going out comp- competing. So get your ready. Get ready. Get a team of four of people that you can trust and you can rely on, and we're going to have a great time. We'll announce exactly the details on that at that party. So good stuff coming up. Training camp, July 30th. Party.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Get out there. SeatbeltGang.com. Have fun with us because it's going to be a riot. All right. Let's move on. The next one. This is a great, great question, Riz. And I want you to – I'm going to let you pose the question itself because I I, I, I saw it. You said it. I said, like, that's awesome. And then I got everything else ready and produced, and I didn't get to spend some time thinking let about it. So, uh, I it's re- in our Patreon Slack where I put out the clarion call for mailbag items. And this was a good one. Uh we go the work one. I can pull it up if you want. I got. I can go back here. Yeah, I got it. I got it here. Okay. Uh, Okay, you can read it. Go ahead. The Chiefs won a few division titles in a row with Alex Smith before drafting Mahomes and redshirting him. We heard a lot about if the Lions make the playoffs, then Goff is the guy, and they won't draft a quarterback. But would you say it's likely that should Detroit get a wild card spot, Brad trades up for a quarterback anyway and rides one last season of Goff while grooming the young gun? In twenty three, great question. Yeah, oh, great question. God. Who sent that? I want to. I want to give him credit, Mister Lubba Lubba, Mister Lubba Lubba. Oh my God, Shaggy, Boombastic, Kenyon. Hashtag Kenyon's the guy. Um, Very good question. Good question. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, I will start on it because I actually thought about this for a while when he first asked it. And I'm like, you know what? This is something that I want Chris's input on, too. So we saved it for the show. So thank you for that. Um, I will say I don't think that they want to use resources that way. I think that Brad Holmes really is a true Jared Goff truther believer, however you want to say it. Like he he is. uh, It's like like my son has 16 years old. Has his first girlfriend now, head over heels, like crazy, like obsessed with it. I wouldn't say that that Holmes is there with Goff, but he's like, like real close to that. Like it's 
And it's not in a creepy way either. He just really believes in Jared Goff. Did you and see that's the, one of the reasons? One of the reasons why I, why there is optimism for Goff is because he believes in him so much. That's why they went out and, and did what they did this offseason in trying to build up the team around Jared Goff to make Jared Goff the best Goff he can be. And and remember, Brad was there when they made him the number one overall pick. Brad was there when he took him to a Super Bowl and won other playoff games. And and by the way. Goff did play well in those games. Now you, you look, you counter that with the the first half of last season and, and the last year and a half that he was in Los Angeles, uh, and it, it 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 doesn't mesh. So I do the, think that if if they're making the playoffs with Jared Goff, I think Brad Holmes is locking Jared Goff up to that thirty five million dollar a year contract and not worrying about it and using those two first round picks to bolster the rest of the team to further augment Goff. That's my take on it anyways. Are you are you there, Chris, or do you, do you think it's different? Did you see the text, the Holmes text that came out? No. It, uh, Holmes text that came out. It was a group chat with uh, the other coaches that said, I'd pipe Goff's girl. I was surprised because I thought Goff was the best plumber in town. That's what I heard. No, oh, my God. <laughs> he didn't. As a matter of fact, behind that joke, and it's an absolute joke, right? That's Congratu- a joke, folks. Congratulations to Derek Jared Goff on his engagement, right? Wow. Wow. Just a great, great job. Congratulations. She's a very Jared. healthy really young lady. Awesome. Yeah. And she's just yeah. the, good job. I, I, I got to say, he's, he's got, a good looking dude. Like <laughs> when you stand near him, you're like, okay, like pictures of him. He, he, okay. Good. You stand near him. Like he's a good looking dude. I <laughs> he, talk, he's got, he's got something there. I talk about Tom Brady, whether you like him or not. The thing is, is he's, you know, the epitome of every 14 year old boy's dream quarterback super bowl supermodel wife all the money right the whole thing it's like oh my gosh right um the comeback in the super bowl right the, he's got the whole story laid out who wouldn't want to be there jared goff pulls the detroit lions to win a super bowl or to break deep into the playoffs i, I mean we'll, we'll go with super bowl he takes that position if he wins a super bowl with the detroit lions jared goff he steals that away from Tom Brady because he's got it all then, right? He's he's truly got it all, and, and he's our local guy and did it with our team. That being said, this is really tough. I, I agree with you about uh, he is Holmes' guy. Holmes is not going to wreck himself laser focusing on a guy like that, though. He is going to commit and give everything to Jared. Jared's got it this year. But he also knows, Jared, you've got no one pushing you this year, and next year I think the conversations happen. We're going to put somebody in there. Because you know as well as we do, it's a business. We have a contract. We don't know how much you're going to want. We're going to pull somebody in, and we have the capital to do it. Now, here's the other thing. Who's the talent that's available? Will if, if it's Malik Willis, I don't think Holmes makes the move. I don't think he makes the move on a guy like Willis. You know, And I don't wanna, I'm not here to dog on Willis. I'm not going to talk about what the story was about him and all that kind of stuff. But there has to be a compelling player there for Brad Holmes to make that move because, and I'm going to tell you guys may or may not like it, but a lot of golf is what's in golf's head. He has the physical attributes and the yes. talents to be a great quarterback. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's, he's shined the K- Kansas city Rams game. just shows what kind of a quarterback he can really be. That's one of the most exciting games in football that, that I can remember. He has all the athletic and the physical skills and he can process an offense and do all of those things. But it's that confidence piece, and that's one of the things about about golf. And 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 that's you don't 
put your, 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 your prime player in a position to get injured. You don't draft like a, a Malik Willis or lower caliber talent to get in his head and make him think he's going to be replaced. You can't put that out there. He dealt with that with Keenum. He dealt with that. This is his year, though. Right. And if if he winds up doing poorly this year, if he winds up doing really, really well this year and we draft a mediocre and I'm, and, and Malik Willis is better than mediocre, but I'll just say a mediocre quarterback or worse. He's not now. He they're, could be. they're out on golf. They're out on golf at that point. So right. we'll we'll see. Yeah. I don't think that they jump in on on that. Yeah. The, the situation to look for is what uh, Minnesota has done with Kellen Mond, where they took him. I want to say it was a second round. It might have been the third round last year. Um, over their head coach's objections, by the way, um, he wouldn't even refer to him by name in press conferences. Uh, Mike Zimmer was a huge Kirk Cousins advocate, for better or for worse. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's not a dissimilar situation. Uh, what did what did what did drafting Mond do for Kirk? It gave him his worst season. Didn't help. Didn't push him. Didn't do, didn't have the required impact that that he wanted. And I I don't know Jared Goff well enough to say that he would respond well to being pushed like that. But I will I will go back in time a little bit to the Detroit Lions circa 2012, 2013, when Matthew Stafford wasn't quite there yet. And one of the things that I argued for a lot was give him a guy, who a, a, a veteran back, a John Kitna, who will come in. And he was with Tony Romo at the time. And, it, and by the way, Romo needed it. And it worked with having Kitna kick his butt in practice and push him to make him better. Um, the Lions didn't really do that with Stafford. Like Sean Hill was there, but not not really. Um, it, Sean Hill was it, one of the greatest backups of all time. I I loved him, but he is a you know what I mean. He's not he, taking your no, team, right? He's not. No, he's 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 not great. But the, the Stafford, great. I I wanted them to have somebody who could push Stafford in practice and like give Matthew Stafford the feasible thought that man, if I suck, they could put this guy in. Mm-hmm. They're not doing that with the backups they've got now for Jared Goff. And if he's struggling, I wonder if they will try to bring somebody in better than Tim Boyle, better than David Blau, and it's not hard to find someone on the street who's better than either of them at this point in time. Um, It might not be that hard to find that in November either. And they try to challenge Goff. And it's like, hey, dude, like we love you. But you got to do better, and if you don't, like we do have Plan B now, and maybe that's the impetus that he needs, and maybe that that's the response. It, again, it worked for Tony Romo brilliantly mm-hmm. um, because he was a guy that was kind of coasting by, and then they brought John Kidd in, and, and he's like, "Oh crap! Like if I if I do the Seattle playoff game again, like they're they're gonna put Kidd in, and look what it did for Romo. Um, obviously, he didn't have the the team success that they wanted." That guy was a damn good quarterback for a long time. Yep. Uh, the 49ers attempted to do that with Jimmy Garoppolo. They they went a little whole hog when they did the thing with Trey Lance, um, and it's not working out either way at the moment. We'll see what happens with that. But you know um, that that kind of thing um, that that kind of thing does happen. You know when you when you have non threatening backups that that like there there's good things for that that means that your quarterback is good enough that you don't feel like you ever have to replace him and also that if he goes down you know your team sucks so you're not going to try to win games and you get a bad draft pick uh i don't like that mindset but i understand it i i'm not i'm personally not a believer in that i think you just try to win every game regardless of, of who's playing for you but man i, I wouldn't i wouldn't hate if a guy like phil yurkovich from boston college shows up as a promising third round pick and he's on the board and the, the 
the Lions really like him and they take him and like install him as the number two and give him sporadic first team reps here and there just because golf needs a rest or golf is, you know, and that's dealing with things like that. The, the, that's one of the things. And this is where I think they're purposely not pushing golf this year because I think McVeigh broke Correct. the man, right? I think McVeigh broke him. They didn't give him the pieces last year. They were, they, they said golf. Just take your money. We're going to do our best. We're going to try to win, but we're, we've got yep. to build a culture here. This year now, it's like, okay, Jared, you've got weapons. We've gotten pieces. This is where trying to shine, boy. you shine and you do it. And we <laughs> are giving you the keys to the car, period. And wherever this car winds up is how we're going to draft. And okay. that's going to then affect your own future. He's got every motivation and every piece he needs right now to go out there and shine. And if he doesn't, we draft high enough. We have the capital to go as high as one if we need to. And we can get whoever the very, very best quarterback in this next draft is going to be. That's not close. Pardon? PJ Stroud, and it's not close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I think think that's what the setup is here, right? A quick question about any birdies talking about update regarding regarding Dorsey. Um, I I think that that was resolved by getting Aiden Hutchinson. We talked about this a little bit in one show, but uh, the Aiden Hutchinson pickup. That took away any motivation for anybody to make changes. Yeah, I think Jacksonville. It was based on, from what I heard anyways, it was based on there were people who were that against Kayvon Thibodeau being drafted. Like, if you draft that guy, I'm gone. Um, I I don't know that, but there's a lot of people who know a lot of things who intimated that that was what was going to happen. Yep. Like that. And and that should tell you right there why Kayvon Thibodeau was never going to be a Detroit Lion. Because this organization thrives itself on consensus uh, and to to break serve since Wimbledon's going on. I watched that all day uh, <laughs> to break serve like that would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, I think that's the story on golf. I think that it, it is truly him in the driver's seat and his he's going to decide what the what the situation right. is for him next you know, year. And, and, and by the way, he will get it like if, if they're if they're five and 12 and picking fifth. He's not dumb. <laughs> like he went to Cal. Cal's a pretty good school. He's gonna know. Like uh, I wasn't good enough. Like they gotta, they gotta do better than me. Like I get that. Uh, they can't pay me thirty-seven point five million dollars to quarterback this team next year. Yeah. Um, somebody else might. The Jets might if Zach Wilson keeps going down. The the Commanders certainly will be in the market for a big name quarterback because yep. Carson Wentz ain't it. Uh, the Colts are gonna need to replace the, Matt Ryan. Ain't gonna play forever. No. Um, well, maybe not. Um, by the way, the early returns on Matt Ryan out of Indianapolis are really, really, really good. Like he's he's better than he's been in a very long time. Obviously, it's just summer, but that's something. If you, if you're a better, um, their division is ridiculously easy too. Uh, if Tennessee doesn't pick uh, its act up together on defense, just just throwing that out there for you. Yeah, and the Texans' legal troubles. <laughs> Texans to Texans room. That's what a mess. You Texans get. And I want to quote a guy from Slack. The people that are out on the Fords as owners, it could be a heck of a lot worse. <laughs> Do you know who I'm quoting? <laughs> you New don't people know. Who want to sell the be. team. Realize who's buying teams right now. <laughs> Just look around <laughs> yeah. to the last few ownership changes and who those people are and who's in the news. <laughs> yeah. 
and why they're in the news. It's not good, folks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Aside from the fact that there's a very good chance that the the antiquated, in quotes, Ford Field, which is, I think, the 22nd oldest stadium in the league now, a new owner ain't keeping the team in Detroit. We're gonna, we're, we we have a, a potential guest set up to, if we ever want to discuss that, to come in and talk about it uh, okay. because he, he has done a lot, a lot of research on it and is very um, influential on my little spiel there that uh, if if the Fords sell the team, they will no longer be the Detroit Lions. They will be somewhere else. And uh, I, I believe him very convincingly. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, that, that's for that's for another day. Yeah, Detroit's that, still that's, a that's top thirty-two market, so they've got that going for them. Um, but that that's gotta it's gotta stay that way. Um, yeah, trip. I did. I got Friday off and Monday off. I, I'm, I'm getting a long weekend here, and and I'm spending it getting everything ready for the the live show that we're doing in uh, at the party. So there we go. Uh, the Walmart family, the Waltons, they're the ones buying the Broncos. Yes, yes, it they is are. the Waltons. So you're going to get really, really sweet discount mar- merchandise. It's just going to take 18 weeks to get here. If they can ever get it here from the Thailand. Barge. And- <laughs> All right. Let's see. Or, um, or even the American flags are made in Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Because, okay. We've got that. Uh, we've got another one. This is an interesting poll I want to hit really quick. Before I do, please don't forget about the party. The party is a great time party.detroitlionspodcast.com. Dan Miller is going to be there. Jerry Jacobs is going to be there. And Jerry's there because he wants to meet people, sign autographs. You can interact with him. He will spend time. He loves that stuff. He is a great guy. Um, By loves- the way, if, if, you're, if, he, if you're interested in like dudes with good physiques, like he's he's some eye candy, man. His, well, he, his legs are ridiculous. He said he was five percent body fat when he came in last year, and he's he's no more I than absolutely that now. believe that. Yeah, yeah, he's incredible. He, he looks very good. I mean, well, very, maybe, very lean, muscular guy. Maybe I can get him to arm wrestle me. <laughs> that might not go well for you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got that. Don't forget party.detroitlionspodcast.com. Tickets flying fast, limited number of tickets. Uh, and there will be more people to announce coming to that show, uh, more special, important okay. guests. And as we work through this this summer, we'll, we'll have that for you. Good chance a few people that you know from the media will be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and maybe. Good chance that a couple of other uh, players. How do you call them? Players. VIPs? Yeah, VIPs? Yeah, like right. Lions affiliated VIPs could uh, could very well show up too. Okay. We're working on that. Yeah. I'm even working on that. And I'm I'm. I'm a bum and I'm working on it. So that's how much I care about. <laughs> all right. So with all that, let's hit the, uh, the next piece party.detroitlionspodcast.com. If you didn't hear it, don't miss it. July 30th, commerce township, uptown grill. It's a great time. And it's, it's a really fun place. I mean, we keep going back because they got great beer, great people. They take good, good care of us. And, and from there you can go anywhere and do anything afterwards. So, all right, let's talk about, there's a fan poll out there. I don't know if you've heard of this place. It's, um, Lions Usa today, USA today.com. And, and it's something written by uh, Joffrey Rizdon. I don't I don't know who spells their name with G E O F. I would have gone by Joffrey. My parents <laughs> missed the boat there. <laughs> uh, good quiz. Good, good kind of uh, um, survey yeah. here. Um, yeah. And so I'll go over. So uh, uh, this morning, um, as we're starved for content, because it's the summer. Um, so, uh, I was at, uh, my daughter was at a basketball camp in Grand Rapids and one of the fellow dads came up and we were talking and, uh, uh he actually asked me the base of this question and I'm like, 
That's a good question, Dan. I'm going to write that. So I did. Uh, it's basically, what is your biggest worry about the 2022 Detroit Lions? And I left several choices. By the way, you can go to Lions Wire. Check it out. It's on there right now. Um, it's probably the last thing that that account tweeted. I don't actually run the Twitter for that. I sublease that out. I don't do it. Um, so if it's not if it's not manned, that's not my fault. Uh, but uh, I left I left a few choices on it, uh, and uh, we'll go over the results on it. But the, the choices were, and this this was the order. By the way, I'll give a spoiler alert. This is the order that they came up in my head as to what my sort of worries are. If it gives you a a, a click on it. Um, Jared Goff QB play is one. All the players coming off injuries is another option. Linebackers is another option. Pass rush, another option. Dan Campbell slash coaching, another option or other. So I posted that at about nine o'clock this morning. So it's been about 11 and a half hours. It's roughly 845 PM. I just voted. Good. <laughs> uh, let me, let me refresh. Refresh, refresh. By the way, those subway ads with Charles Barkley are amazing. Okay. <laughs> so there are currently 1,877 votes and 36.61% say all the players coming off injuries are their biggest worry about the Detroit Lions. Uh, that wound up actually being what I voted for as well. <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> the first thing that came to my head because that's what my friend Dan would have voted for. <laughs> so, so, Dan, gotcha. Um, linebackers is second at... Just over 25, actually just under 26% doing the rounding on it, 25.9. Jared Goff slash QB play is a very close third at 24.48%. Other and... So those top, uh, those top three my were absolutely the majority, the vast majority. You're talking about 90% were of the votes were within those three. Yep. 89%. Um, so actually people have responded good. Um, so I asked for other and write like what you want. And the first two comments for that are field goal kicking. So people are worried about the kickers, and that's that's valid. I'm not going to not going to tell you that you're wrong on that. Uh, that was six point five percent pass rush, five point six five percent, and then uh, then there's at the bottom Dan Campbell and coaching. If you're really good at math, you can do this really quickly. Uh, whatever uh, roughly eighteen hundred votes are now because it's changed since I've started doing this. Point eight three percent are worried about Dan Campbell and coaching. Uh, that's that's pretty darn good. Well found. So well found. I've so got money on him for coach of the year. Injuries is is the biggest one. Um, and if you total the top three together, the players coming off injuries, the linebackers, which we know are uh, an issue, um, could be an issue, I should say. And then Jared Goff and the QB play, which we also know could be an issue. Uh, I think some of us like to be optimistic. Some of us like to not be optimistic about those different facets. And some people are both ways on those. Um, that is over 84%, 86% of the votes are on those three things. So that sort of tells you where uh, where your worries are. I'll tell you. On where, the, where are you at, Chris? What do you, you vote for? I'll tell you on the Dan Campbell coaching piece. I've got a bet uh, on him winning coach of the year. And, and the payout's 420. <laughs> uh, I bet 20 bucks on that one because I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty confident that he has a real shot at coach of the year. And after I made the bet, I started hearing a lot of the the hustle and bustle out there from other people saying Dan Campbell's absolutely got a shot at being coach of the year in the NFL. He's he's a special kind of guy that brings a special kind of something. And if this team performs, I can see him taking that. So Dan Campbell is, for me, just like everybody else, the lowest risk worry on that on that piece. Maybe mine as well. I voted 
my my the thing that worried me the most was all the players coming off injuries. That was that was that was the big one. Um, I'm not as worried about Jared. I'm not, okay. and, and and it might be because and somebody said it in the comments. Um, they're still at least a year away. The team is right, and I'm like, yeah, that's fair. They're it, even though I put Agreed. a little bit of money on yeah. Super Bowl for them, and it's gonna pay out fifteen hundred bucks if I get it. But um, I, you know, that's not. I'm not counting on that money. I haven't spent the money yet. Let's put it that way. Um, they're they're a year away. So I'm if if Jared stinks up, it's not going to bother me that much because I know the team's still growing. I know the culture's there, and I know the the rest of the folks are going to be great. Um, not all of them, of course, but they're gonna they're gonna do well, and it's gonna you're gonna see that that positive progression from the team that you expect. I also know this, that there's a reason that there were six year contracts there. So I'm not super worried. Um, the injuries is the big one linebackers i'm also not worried about as much because we we've got a i don't think this is the kind of defense that needs a superstar linebacker nice to have just don't think you have to have it you just need really serviceable good linebackers and i think you're in you're in you're in great shape for this defense so the thing that really jumps out at me is the the injuries and how this team rebounds because that could really play a big difference jmo that's going to be one uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. That's worrisome Remember, for me. DJ Shark hasn't practiced yet yep. uh, or hasn't gone in the, the team drills yet. Deshaun Elliott, who is going to start at safety, has not been cleared to even practice yet. Romeo Aquara, who knows what's going on there. Um, he's not practiced yet uh, and doesn't look like he's close to practicing. Okuda's coming back. Uh, we, we will talk about Okuda more in depth in probably the next episode, but uh, suffice to say, that seems a lot better if he's good, and they will certainly give him every chance to show that he can be good. So uh, he, he's another one. Too, when but we have him on. TJ Hawkinson coming back. Like, obviously, he looks fine now, but he's had trouble staying healthy. De- DeAndre Swift missed several games at the end of the season. He's, he's, he's done that both years he's been in the league. Like, there's a lot of guys that have got a lot of wear and tear and injuries on their young bodies. That should scare you, um, and like it, it's it's a limiting factor. There are. Uh, did you? I'll, I'll go completely. Did you ever play the what if sports simulators? I think Fox Sports bought it, but back in the day, it was like what if sports, and you could pick any player from any team in the past, and it was based on a salary range, and then you played the games. I did baseball and hockey with it, and you could get like super values on guys who played like forty percent of a season as awesome, mm-hmm. but. Half the time they would get injured after two games in an 82 game hockey season and you'd lose them for the rest of the year. But if they, if they played all 82, like, Oh my God, incredible. Like (laughs) um, one, one of them was Eric Lindros the year where he played 10 games and scored 13 goals. And like, if you could extrapolate that out over time, he was unbelievable. But the worry was that you got him for 10 games instead of the 82. And, and like, if you locked out, you had, you had yourself a league title because there's nobody to compete with that. The Lions are kind of doing like that. Like, they're risking – like, there's a lot of guys that have got a fairly significant – like, Taylor Decker's coming back off of an injury. Frank Ragnow's coming off of an injury. These are a lot of really important players that haven't been 100% on the field in a while. And that's that, that should concern you. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't dissuade you from being a fan of the team or being optimistic. But you got to be real. Like – you don't get you don't you and I know this, Chris, as we're aging. You don't get, things don't go things don't feel better as you get older the more you hurt them. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I you're 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 not preaching the choir there, brother. Um 
and that that is it. That's that's the thing. Jerry, again, we'll have him talk. He'll talk Jerry's a bit about. I didn't Akuto. even bring up Jerry. Yeah. Jerry's another one. He'll yeah. talk. He'll, we'll, he'll we'll bring up Akuda with him. He'll talk about that a little bit and, uh, and his amazing recovery. Jeez. If he, yeah. yep, yep. Uh, Jerry's coming. I mean, but Jerry, Tony's looking good. Jerry is. Oh, through the draft picks for that. Like yeah. James Mitchell hasn't practiced yet. He hasn't played since November. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to see. Um, We'll see. We'll just have to see. So lots, lots. I think uh, I, you know, obviously I agree with the majority of the folks there. I think that's the biggest risk. The linebackers. I think those are people that just listen to too much Risden in their life. <laughs> just teasing you, brother. Uh, and and the and Jerry Goff thing. I'm not worried about it just because I know there's a plan if he's not the one, right? So I'm. It's it's if if this was the year we had to win, if this was our window right now, and we were relying on Jared Goff after where we were, I would be nervous about him. But because I know the the window is starting to open. I'm, I'm not worried, and I and I think he's in a really good spot to to be the Jared Goff we want him to be. If he's not, we're okay. We'll we'll move on. I like I like that line set. That's good. Yeah. I'm for that. Got to give a yell out to Tampa Lion Blue Jay. Thank you, sir, for the super chat. Uh, he'd like to get. Wonder if we can get Akeem Talib to call every Lions game. We need to make that happen. I yeah. love I love Talib. I really he's do. good. He's great. So he is with Amazon now. Did I read that yeah, right? I think so. I think so. I want to say he is with Amazon. So, and I don't. I, I, I'll be honest. I have not paid attention well enough to that to to speak eloquently on it. So I won't. But I like Alkeep to leave a lot. Um, his delivery bothers some people. It, to me, it sounds like people that I talk to all the time. So it doesn't bother me. But I, <laughs> I love his enthusiasm, and he is really, really smart, <laughs> and I yeah. like that. Yep. Definitely, he joined the Thursday night crew on Amazon. He is he he knows is the game. Okay. He's he's a version of Tony Romo when Tony Romo rolled out. Yeah. That's what I felt like. Really, really smart. Tuned he, he in. And Greg Olson are my two favorites right now. I love Greg Olson and too. Cash. He's, really, Cash. They weren't broadcasters yeah. first, and that's yep. what I think a lot of people have a little bit of trouble with. But they both came in, and and it was their knowledge and their skill, and and their communication was fun. It was it it, it was kind of nice to have something like Tony put up against Jim Nance, right? Because Jim Nance is, I mean, he does the freaking masters, right? I mean, this guy is the voice. He's the consummate professional. Yeah. <laughs> and that's he's, not always what you want. <laughs> he's really something. And to put uh, Tony in there hit with him was great. Tony sitting there saying, I bet you five bucks the next plays are run up the right. Nance is fucking having a heart attack, right? <laughs> no, no, player. But, but Nance, NFL. like, bought into it. It, it opened me. I think Jim Nance was a better broadcaster now because of it. If you go back, yep. Dan Faust was kind of like that. He wasn't – they didn't give him as much rope. But Dan Faust Dan, – Dan Faust is a funny yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. And he really is. He's got a lot of personality. And he kind of let that show more than you ever expected. Uh, I think Akeem Tlaib is like that. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I always remember him when he played um, as being the guy who had the chains and like ripping the chains yeah. out, uh, but he's like, and he was he was a good player. Uh, he's a very good broadcaster. I'm I'm glad he settled in. I'm, I'm glad people like him because that's the kind of things that I want. Uh, Adam Archuleta is another guy. I think he does a really good job, and I I didn't like him as a player at all. He was actually in Washington when I lived in that area, and people unmercifully bagged on him, mm-hmm. and rightfully so because he. He was he was overpaid. That's what Washington did a lot back then, and still. Well, they're going to be. But I think a he's a good lot. broadcaster too, and it's it's nice that it's not like not everybody can like like if you if you listen to Brett Favre. Look, obviously Brett Favre is a legend. If you listen to him on Sirius NFL Radio, you're going to change the channel. Like he's just he's uninteresting. He's unenthusiastic about it. Um, not not every player makes a great Isaiah Thomas for Pistons fans. Really, really great player. Yep. He was terrible in the front office, and he was a 
terrible broadcaster. Terrible. Like some guys just aren't meant to do that. They they don't think the way in the way that a common fan would see the game because they don't see the game that way. And that that can be tough for them to translate that. And uh, a guy like Akeem um, who came up and, you know, did what he did. uh, He's great at it. So I, I, I like it when like the, the not top tier players get into the, the broadcasting booth. Uh, I'll, I'll say, um, uh, who was the tight end that we had? Um, who was really personal uh, before Jesse James? Um, not not the Fourier? Canadian guy with the hair. Joe Fourier. <laughs> Eric Ebron. Honestly, Ebron Ebron's a fun. Like he's he's, fun. he's, he's, a, he's, he's goofy, and I yeah. think that would work well. Um, there's there's somebody that I'm trying to, and maybe maybe. It, Maybe it was a Texan. Oh, it, well, I'm, I'm thinking of Owen Daniels from the Texans. That's my bad. It's crossing my, my team streams. That's my fault. Uh, I think OD would be phenomenal. Uh, he's, he does great on the radio. He's, uh, he's on the radio in Houston regularly. Great broadcaster. I think he'd be great on games, too. Um, it's not always the, the most obvious guys that you, you're the best players. that They become the best, best broadcasters. But, uh, yeah, the, the, there, there's some good ones out there. Um, and, and you go to the college game. There's some really good ex-college players who are really, really good at what they do, even though they work at NFL players. Yep. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Sean Noel. Hey, um, hey really quick. I got to talk about something. If you if you like video games, I got something you guys might like. If you, Especially if you like, I don't want to say classic because it's not that old. But we've got, we've got a server we set up for Black Ops 2. If you're a PC player at all, there's a server browser set up. It's, it uses something called Plutonium. You can look it up on the internet. Download. You don't have to buy the game. It's pretty cool. So I don't. Uh, it, you get plutonium. You can play. There's a server out there. It's DLP, um, TDM all the time, whatever. It, check out plutonium. You can download the, the Black Ops 2. I'm on there on the weekends and some nights. Uh, this weekend, I'll be playing a lot. If you love the old Black Ops 2, you have a PC like gaming. It's a riot. I just set it up as a DLP server. We're going to add Modern Warfare 3, World of War, Black Ops 1 servers as well. They've got all these great old versions of when Call of Duty was fun and when I... I mean, it's been okay, but it's not been the last couple of years haven't been what, what I'm after. If you're into that, any of that old stuff and, and not having to buy the game to do it, <laughs> that's the place to go. Plutonium. Check it out. It's plutonium.pw is the website. They'll tell you how to set it up, how to get everything right there on the website. There's also some YouTube videos. It's great. Come on, join us. The the DLP Black Ops 2 server. It's a lot of fun. All right. Last thing I want to talk about, uh, quick update on injuries. We talked about most of them. Uh, really quick on the Jerry one. We're going to talk to Jerry, and he's going to give us some information about that. Um, that's going to be really interesting. And then there's Romeo Aquara. Have Have you heard anything yet, Jeff, about Romeo? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, and he was a topic of conversation when we were in Allen Park a couple weeks ago. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just waiting for David to come and just stroll through my room naked or something here. He, All right. He does that. Do um, you know he doesn't wear clothes at home, right? That's People know that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah, um, I wish I wish you was still with T.L. Leone because I'd like to see her without clothes, but that's that's for a different <laughs> podcast, too. Yep. Um, anyways, uh, we have not heard anything about Romeo Okora and his status and where he's at and what he's doing. Uh, we do know that he is rehabilitating. We do know that he is expected to be in training. He, he was physically present in Allen Park. We did not see him, but he was indeed there. He did not make any appearance at all. And with the trainers on the, like, like I was talking about earlier, what you look for at training camp, you didn't see Romeo Quara in minicamp. Uh, he is a long way out from that Achilles tear, but it's not like he's a month behind 
uh, Okuda. And Okuda still isn't cleared. So it's not it's not this big conspiracy that he's not ready. The heavier you are, the harder it is to recover from those sorts of soft tissue injuries. That's just physics. That's, that's, that's the biomechanics of your body. So he's not going to rush it. I can tell you the Lions are not going to rush it. They would love to have him back, absolutely, but they are prepared to play the first four to six to eight games without him if they have to. Doesn't mean they want to, but if they have to, they can. And that's you know that's that's sort of uh, why they're cross training James Houston. Why Julian is getting more reps. Um, his brother, even though they don't necessarily play the same position. They kind of do in this new defense. Like you can see Romeo being backed up by Julian on a lot of depth charts. Um, and I'm not going to say that they're wrong, but yeah, it's uh, again, it's an Achilles injury. He's 285 pounds. He's a guy that requires that when, when he was good, he was good because his first step was explosive and he could make a move out of that first step. He could react to what the blocker was doing. If the blocker oversets to the outside, he could quickly break it off to the inside or vice versa. And you cannot do that if you don't have the full range of motion and full strength in your lower leg. So they, it's a really difficult injury for a player of his size and his style to come back from. That's, that's where I'm at with that. Do I, do I know that he's going to be there? No. Do I know that he's going to be on? Hell no. Like I, I expect him to be part of the team. Um, in, in the mailbag thing, I, I, I mentioned that he could be a surprise candidate to be cut. My current thought is, I don't think they're going to cut him, by the way, but it, that, that's why it would be a surprise. Uh, <laughs> I think he's going to start the year on PUP, uh, and uh, I, that, that shouldn't surprise anybody. And it wouldn't be terribly surprising if the guys that they have in place, Charles Harris, Julian Okwara, James Houston, Jared Davis, who's going to be playing that role more than he's playing linebacker, if they're good, don't be surprised if Romeo stays on the PUP. That's that's just my guess. That's not me with any inside information. I got to make that clear. That's my guess. But uh, I feel pretty strongly that he will start the year on PUP. There you go. There you go. Um, one time a show. That's all we're going to do it. Please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. There's 150. It's not hard. Right it's right now. there. Just hit Come the on. like button. Just do that. Do that, please. Uh, it does help the show. Helps other people find us, especially and these the dark dusky dusty season of of news we got stuff to talk about we'll find stuff but when you hit those things it does help us help others find us and help us grow for the start of the season so please hit the like button please hit the subscribe subscribe button and uh support your your good friends riz and that's sob chris over at the Detroit lines podcast there you go all right um i almost snorted there i'm sorry about that wet mouth All right, with that, don't forget party.detroitlionspodcast.com. Get your tickets there. Selling fast, and that was before we talked about Dan. That's before we talked about Jerry. And when I think when we hit the next couple of people, those tickets are going to fly because it is what it is. July 30th, Uptown Grill, Commerce Township. Come in, have fun. See the Lions at training camp. Great place to come and hang out. Dan Miller, if you haven't met him, don't be afraid. Dan, Dan's awesome. He's easily approachable. He's a really cool guy. He's a model for how our heroes should all be. He really, he yes. really is. He's such a great. Yes, guy. you will never see him on the. Uh, if you have serious, I'll plug it real quick. Scott Ian, the the rhythm guitarist from Anthrax, does a a great podcast called "Don't Never Meet Your Heroes." I have to check. Dan was a hero you can meet. <laughs> I love, I loved Anthrax. They were one of my top bands. Oh, I've, I've I've gotten a little bit more into them recently. Um, what is it? You know, honestly, I, I backed on. toward them. 
I'm a big Volbeat fan. My son is a big Volbeat fan. I'm like, oh, their guitarist used to be an Anthrax. He was like, they're touring guitarist for several years. And you can hear it if you listen to Volbeat. Like, it sounds like Anthrax with a different singer. <laughs> a little bit countrified, but it's, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah, Antisocial is, I heard that this morning. Love Good that jam. Song. Love that song. Um, let's see. Matthew, got to join a Black Ops server now? Go to plutonium.pw. Get it for get Black Ops for free with all the DLC, and jo- you'll have a server browser. You can look at all the different servers that are open right now. You jump on, see how many are on. It's, it's the way that it always should have been, but they didn't do it. You can get in. You can play. You can have all the fun. It is a riot. There's a DLP server there. It is so fun. I love it. All right. With that, Riz, as much as I love you, I've looked at you, man. I got to go to you bed. Know. I've been up since 445. <laughs> Woof. Woof. Oh yeah. man! All right, and it starts again in the, in the tomorrow morning at five thirty. So, Ooh, evil Nekafessin, my friend. All right, having remember, kids that are athletes is great. Most of the time, it's not great for your sleep schedule. <laughs> <laughs> remember, don't forget about us on Patreon, patreoncom slash Podcast. With as little as five dollars a month on your donator, you can get over to the Slack chat, which is one of the most enjoyable and interesting and intelligent Lions chats on the internet. It's one of the most interesting intelligent chats on the internet anywhere. Uh, we have a discord too. It's less used, but we do use it for all of our uh, events. And when we bring people in live from the, the Slack people, we use it for a couple of different, really cool things and use it. Uh, probably probably create a channel there for the, the, uh, the black ops thing too, just for those who want to play good stuff there, but it's a great way to support the show. The, the Patreon thing is a, is a great way to help us out, hang out with really, really smart, fun, like-minded people. They're a really classy group of folks. Um, good people, good times and uh, if you need to make a good set of online friends those are the ones i mean the guys talk about how their wives make fun of them because <laughs> go go hang out with your 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 lions online friends <laughs> yelled at. It's so funny but it's a great group really interactive good your group. wife will like it better than you talking to her about the lions yeah that's probably true at least uh, mine does <laughs> and she's willing to pay the five bucks a month to get rid of you uh make that's sure to follow right. us on twitter at det lions podcast det lions podcast i gotta look we're really close um give us yeah give us a follow we're 19 away i guess from 5,000. love they love to pop that number that's a that's a fun number i think that's i'll quit caring about it i don't care about it now really but give us a follow det lions podcast we do all the announcements about the show what's happening when things are changing what's going on that's the place to to see what's going on in detroit lions land also at jeff risden he once in a while tweets something about like polls or sometimes there's like an article or something but he also has like this it's kind of intelligent thing he does. So at Jeff Risden at DET Lions podcast, two of the most important Twitters you're going to follow. Also give us a call on Skype Detroit Lions podcast. All one word Detroit Lions podcast. Give us a call. Leave a message, especially drunk. Drunk messages are a lot of fun too. just set them up there. Uh, you can do, you can you can also use nine two nine three three lions nine two nine three three five four six six seven. Give us a call there. You get a message. We'll get those on as well. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, Paul, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate that. Paul Meyer loves the podcast and he's in the Slack because he's a cool dude. Uh, go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast so we can. Um, what do we do? I'm into your earful automatically. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. All right. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants and no toasters and no hot tubs and no problems, baby, because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. You've had enough of that shit.